Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Jackie and I'm Stacy and we are talking about compromise. I have these dreams at night. I'm going off topic. Where I'm uh, shocked. <laughs> normally we're so focused. We're like uh we're we're doing a topic on the on the podcast and then someone's like, You've done this topic like eight times. Why are you doing it again? And we're like, We did? We like, forgot. Babe, like, like in the Princess Bread. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like that. And I'm like, wait, I don't I don't know. They kind of all start to blend together. <laughs> but I mean, I say that jokingly, but honestly, um, I mean really it all is all it's life. Just our topic is life. Our topic is life. <laughs> People ask me all the time, what is your podcast about? I'm like, well, it's about life. And here we are talking about life and compromise. And we do kind of, we do use it. We do use our topic as our guiding thing that we talk about. But we, but we talk about life and how to grow by degrees. And we were just saying earlier how grateful we are for it. It really, I mean, it has for the last few years just kind of formed my growth. It's been a big part of what's formed my growth. Oh, big time. For which I'm grateful. And God has used it in my life in a lot of ways. And so thank you for that, Stace. And, um, you know, I, I say this often, but... <sighs> that was a big sigh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's good, no, that's like good podcasting right there. That's good, that's good content. <laughs> that's good content. <laughs> Maybe someone make like a, 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 a real a meme or something out of like that. Like rewind towards... What's that? Boomerang? <laughs> yeah, yeah, boomerang. Um, I can't even remember what I was saying about. Oh, people. Oh, I know. I've just been having this thought lately. Like getting people to show up for stuff or follow through or commit or like even like having young adults. That reminds me of the thing that I want to respond to you about. Okay. (laughs) Do you want to jot it down? Jot it down before you forget. (laughs) Um, is, so we, I have young adults. I have two college-age students, and I have a lot of friends with college-age students, and they won't commit to anything. They will not, like, even Easter, they'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And and not like when I was a young adult, you commit, you're going to family Easter, right? I mean, yeah. unless something comes up. But now they're like, I think they're constantly waiting for something better to come around. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just this terrible, terrible cultural phenomenon that I'm not a fan of. <laughs> I don't usually like bemoan the past. Like it's not really generally how I approach things that are changing or cultural shifts. But that one makes me sad because it just is sad. So, um, how what's your love language? I all of them. I, We've been through this. All we of have them. Been through this. All, I think all of them and none of them. Well, see, How's mine. That? <laughs> I would say that that one, like a people not committing to me, is a my. It's a opposite of my love language because quality time is my mm. love language, and. Or at least my highest ranking, I think, love language. And because it's not just you showing up, but if you plan to be with me and then yes, you and stick commit. to it. You yes, plan and then to, show up. And then you actually follow through yes. instead of counseling at the last minute. Yes. That's love to oh, me. Oh, huge. Because totally you've, com- you've, like, so, uh, you know, I'll bring this up all the time. Like, okay, I know you're going to be here, but 
Like, did you put any effort in or did you do the thing? And so I have to be more con- or intentional about that as I get yes. older. I'm learning to ask for what I want mm. and to say, okay. But then even to tell the, my closest people, because like other people. Mm, right, 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 right. I mean. Uh, this is my love language. Here's my um, total <laughs> dissertation on if we're going to hang out with a contract. I've a small book for you to read and sign. <laughs> it's a tiny it's, little contract. It's in lawyer language. Yeah. So, so hire someone to help you understand it. Therefore, um, but where truly, else? Or like even like showing up on time or early, mm-hmm. staying till the end. Like these are things that over time you start to really appreciate. I don't know. Because yeah. there's always something better. And there's always something, it's just, okay. Yeah. We are so off topic and then that's totally 100% But also fault. not really because this is kind of on topic because we're talking oh, about close so. relationships. Well, today. here, okay. So I guess, but I'm off topic because it was my job to introduce the topic and I just. Well, <laughs> did we? Did well, I, what I, I was remember. trying to say is that just that you show up for this and I'm grateful for that. Oh, thank that you. That was where I was going with this conversation is like Same. the idea of you showing up and showing up consistently is a gift to me mm-hmm. and it also inspires me because that's who I want to be too. Um, and it's sometimes hard Right? To just yeah. even just show up. Even when you want to. Even when you... Have you seen that shirt? It's like, um, I'm sorry I look grumpy. I didn't want to be here. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't want to come. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to come. <laughs> I am... I, there's one thing about me is that I am a committed person. Yeah. If I say I'm going to be there, I come hell or high water, I will be yeah. there and... Even if I already had promised to do something else with somebody else, I somehow will cut my body in half and go to places and I will do everything it takes. My counselor, one of my counselors, one of my many counselors, <laughs> one of the team told me, one of the team members said to me, Stacy, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do that thing. Should, yeah. And I was like, but they asked me like, can I do that thing? And I thought to myself, <gasps> I automatically jumped to like, um, Okay. If I change that and I reschedule this right. and I reorganize the world and I get someone to help my kids with their thing, then I could do that thing that you just asked me to do. Yes, I can do it. I will figure it out. Yep. And that's not what the person's asking me. They're like, right. are you available and do you want to come? Oh, that's funny. Or whatever. Cute. I mean, I have struggled with that and I don't, I think because that's how I think that I earn love too. Right. Right. Is by doing things for people. For sure. So I yep. think that's how I've gone through life. Mm-hmm. But everybody loves you anyways. I'm like, no, they love me because I always say yes. Mm. And I always take care of the thing. And I do it. And I finish it. Oh, that's fascinating. This could be a counseling session. This is a counseling session. It always is a counseling session. It always is. Okay, Thank so you. we're talking about Welcome compromise. Welcome to group therapy with Stacey. <laughs> we haven't even, even mentioned the word compromise yet. <laughs> yeah. Jackie's also here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, yes, compromise. We are talking about compromise through the lens of close relationships. And that's interesting. See, I think, too, one of the things, continuing on this same topic, because here we are. Kind of. Is that I think it's, like, over time. Like, you don't have – I'll just speak – how about I'll be specific? Like, you and me. Just you and me. Like, over time, you have showed me that you show up for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you missed one or two things that were important to me? Probably. I don't even remember. I honestly don't even remember. But over time, you've showed me that you're the kind of friend that shows up. And I think maybe that's the distinction that maybe your your team was talking to yeah. you about, right? You don't have to do the thing every single time. No. 
But you can be the person who does the things over time and in general. Or when I say. So, like, even or from when the you start, say. I can say I'm not available. Correct. And then you haven't promised to do the thing. Right. And you didn't make the plan. Right. But responding, we've talked about that in a past yeah, episode. Like, yeah. responding instead oh. of... Waiting Ghosting. for me, I mostly wait because I'm trying to do that thing that I just told you that I was doing in my head, which juggling all the things, juggling. Okay, hundred percent. Let me check with everybody and let me see how I can make this happen and blah blah 100%. blah. And then it falls down the ticker, and then I don't even respond instead of saying something back. Mm. Yeah, that is a hard one because so many of our, so much of our lives is intertwined with other people's plans. Yes. And as your kids get older, right, at a certain point, it becomes like you no longer have all the control over all the things. You'll see as they get I older. I already don't Yeah, have you're starting. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Control. Right. Things. And so you fine. do have to kind of wait until you know all the pieces. Because yeah. you don't want to commit and then flake, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Does this have anything to do with compromise? Totally. Okay, because... Good. Absolutely. Close relationships are compromise. Like planning, scheduling, mm-hmm. all of that um, really does, I yeah. think, have to do with. Well, you said you had a story about compromise recently. I had a, a close relationship. Story. Okay, tell us. Because I've been doing my Via Condios homework, y'all. I like it. And I have this, um, I have rules. So we talked about this in this last episode. I have hey, rules. You need a shirt. I have rules. I have rules for But don't worry, I'm not judging you for yours. <laughs> yeah. I have rules. And I also have, I have a lot of rules for my kids, though, because I'm still the boss of them. Yeah. Theoretically. Kind of. But Ish. it's like a slow release, like a sweater unraveling. <laughs> I don't like That's not, that's not a, let's find a different metaphor. Oh my gosh, that was my so, tight control. That was so like a moment of like clarity and you're like into your brain yeah, and there heart. you go. See now do you see what I feel like? I had the sweater like and I made sweater unraveling. Like my favorite sweater that will never be the same. Like sense through the hourglass. So okay, what's another analogy we can use that's more positive that tells a different yeah. story, Stacey? Like just a slow unfolding. It's a tightening of my fist. Yeah. <laughs> Releasing of your of your grasp of your (laughs) okay yep that's it that's the picture okay Okay. Mm -hmm. and so I have these rules and I've always had rules for my kids like uh, for example I people would tell me oh my gosh my kids are up at like four a.m. they wake me up or up all night long and they come in my bed well no I never let my kids climb in my bed because then when are you ever going to get them out, right? So I had all these rules. But my kids sleep pretty good. And yeah. they never came yeah. to, you know, sometimes they'll, in the middle of the night, they've got a nightmare or something. But um, anyways, so I also had a wake-up time rule for my kids. Yeah, I remember. So not just a bedtime, but also because you can't just, like, get up and, like, start watching TV at 4 a.m. <laughs> you know, like, what the heck? Totally. <laughs> no. And so I won't let them, like, go out of the rooms until 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And... So, like, okay, if you just happen to wake up earlier, you could grab a book or something, I guess. They're all but, two years old. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're locked up. No. Um, and so, some what are some other rules that I have? I don't know. But I, so in my close relationship, I, I kind of, you know, like, you have to get done what you must do. Before, this is like a phrase they hear all the before time. Before you do what you can yeah, but do. But you don't, what do you want to do? You can, then you can do anything. That's what I'm like. Then you. do anything. Right, then you have so much done, freedom. Yeah, then you're not going to hear me razz right. on you all the time. Right. And so my daughter is beautiful, you guys. And she 
and but it's like the style to wear like cropped tops and really tight pants and so I have rules that she could not wear anything that bears her midriff and she can't wear this this is what kids wear every single day all day to school these tight leggings Uh like exercisey leggings but they are very thin and tight yep and um remove cover the ears of the young children because I'm going to say a body part word they basically like show every fold in your vagina (laughs) awful I won't let her wear them to school but when I pick her up because I'm divorced and so half the time she's with her dad and so I'll pick her up from school and she's wearing the things that I will not let her wear okay and so it's a thing or she'll try to get in the car like last minute and I will make her like go back in the house and change yeah but now she's like in high school and now but that's been the thing in high school mom everybody wears this and I'm like I don't care if everybody you know you're the last kid on earth blah 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 (laughs) You know, I also didn't let her have an iPhone until the, the day before she started high school. So, and even then that was like me compromising because yeah. I said 16. So, um, the, this is, so my story the other day she gets in the car. We're super late. Like I have to get them, I have to get my son to school early to get her to school early. Right. And then I have to get to work and then she has to work. Anyways. And she's wearing the leggings and this is like, she's directly opposing what I tell her to do and she gets in the car and I just drive away it's already been a tumultuous morning and we get to the school I just like flick her little leggings I go you know you're not allowed to wear these and I say something snarky and then she says something snarky to me and I go into work and I just start feeling terrible and I have this like epiphany that like it's time to let go (gasps) and I had to send her this text message saying Nothing about how she directly disobeyed me. Because she did. She directly disobeyed me again. And it wasn't like, Mom, can we have a talk about how... Right, right. This, But I'm expecting my 15-year-old to be more mature than me. Right. And so... <laughs> Full stop. Let's, talk, let's think about it. No. See, that she makes that noise all the time, too. I don't know where she got it from. <laughs> um, and so I just had to be like, okay, guess what? You are the only person that's in charge of your body. You get to decide who is going to look at it, who's going to touch it, who's going to anything. It's your body and nobody gets to tell you about it. Not even me anymore. And it's, you know, I keep my rules for myself, for my own, you know, integrity and my own intention. And you can do the same. Nice. And I just... I'm walked by my hands, you guys. That's what that sound is. Wiping my hands. And I was so proud of myself because I had to apologize. I said, I'm sorry that I yelled at you because I think maybe it's just time. It's time. Wow. And she apologized for disobeying me directly oh, back. Nice. And I just, I didn't even address that. I just was like, it's time, just time for my roles to change. And so you said you were so proud of yourself. Where was the pride? In the compromise. It's not even a compromise. It was a giving up. It was a loosening. Okay, here's the visual. Okay. The loosening of the, the grip. grip. And this is hard for me, you guys. Yeah. Because I, the more I read in law school and the more I learn in my job, mm-hmm. the uglier the world has gotten Oof. for me. And there is some real bad stuff out yeah, there. Yeah, there's some dark And you know stuff. where it is? It's in cell phones and yep. it's in social media. Yes. And it's awful. Oof. And 
I want to protect her so badly that I think I'm maybe so it's almost fear based a little some bit. of that yeah so I just I think the work that I have to do is I can't control anybody else in the whole planet turns out and so I just want to put her in a bubble totally yeah. um but I can't that's control normal. her either that's totally normal feeling so I just I I'm having to compromise some of the stuff I'll share with her what I a little bit I don't want her to be afraid of the world and I want her to be empowered to make her own decisions and to protect herself and um so that's my story <laughs> that's all it's a good one and you know I'm reading this book by Elizabeth George um I wish I remember what it's called it's, like, it's actually a novel and the whole theme of the novel is how parenting how the relationships between specifically moms and kids and um, it's called a great deliverance mm. and moms and their children and how um, moms do often try to control things and what that ends up looking like um, in in relationships, especially as the kids get older. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. And it doesn't, the book doesn't, the novel doesn't judge one way or the other. It just explores those themes. And it's such a good way to kind of think about where do I fall in this continuum and where do I want to fall? Oh, yeah. and, well, I know exactly where I do fall and well, I... But it's, I don't think that those align yet for me. Yeah. Where I do fall and where I would like to fall. Uh, for any of us, like my relationship with my daughter. That's the most important thing for me. Yeah. Um, well, because, no, her safety is maybe even more. Because if I had to, like, jump in front of a car to save her, I would. Right. Even though I would not have a relationship with her anymore because I'd be dead. Right. <laughs> I would absolutely choose that. Right. I would absolutely right, choose saving her life. the truth ultimately is that we can't control those scary mm-hmm. things. We mm-hmm. cannot... Um, Dude, that's a terrible reality. But, but, but in the, in this book, like the the themes are like these moms that literally are trying to control every way, like way more than what you're talking about. Um, and it's really it's damaging. It's damaging yeah. to the relationship mm-hmm. and to the way the girls even view themselves. It's fascinating. I'm super intrigued by this concept. Um, but I don't think any of us are like perfectly aligned with where we want to be on that continuum and where we are. So, I guess we just keep trying, right? Mm-hmm. We just keep trying to get better. Mm-hmm. Okay. What other close relationships? So, parent-child, obviously. Yeah. Then there's, the, like, Child-parent. Oh. Uh-huh. Like, when mm. your parents... Well, you and I what did I tell don't you? have dads. <laughs> we don't have dads. Yeah. What were you going to say? I have another hilarious story. Oh, good. I'll, <laughs> I'll hear... I'd love to hear another hilarious story. Share. <laughs> Here's another hilarious story. Mother, mother daughter story, but it's op- opposite. Oh, okay. You guys, I listen to like country radio. I just listen to regular radio because I have an old car and I don't have like the fancy satellite radio right. or anything like that. And, or like Bluetooth. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I just listen to like radio. And the Bobby Bones show is yes. this like syndicated morning talk show. Yes. And they were talking about something happened. One of them, the, the girl on the show, she received a box in the mail and it had drugs in it. It had cocaine in it. What? Yes. And and they, they it was like this year long thing. Addressed to her? Yes. And she and they they called the like I mean FBI got involved everything what? It was crazy. Yes. And it turns out that this is a common is it I don't know how common. Yes. Okay. I don't know how common it is, but that 
they deliver stuff and then they're hoping to like porch pirate it off your porch. That's how they get drugs in the United States. They just mail it to Jackie Scott or oh, to Stacey Wilson. Oh my goodness. And they just grab it off your porch before you ever know because you didn't even know it was coming. Oh my gosh. And so Crazy. she gets this package and they know something's wrong so they cut the authorities and stuff. And, um... He probed and pressed. Oh. <laughs> and then, um... She, anyway, so I hear about this. So I get a package in the mail. Okay. Like a month or so ago. And it's open. And there's a purse inside of it. And it says it's from, it has like a packing slip. It says it's to me with my address. Okay. And it says it's from Target, but it doesn't look like it. Like the bag's not from Target. The packing slip doesn't look normal. Like okay. it just looks like a piece of paper somewhere. And you hadn't out. ordered anything. And I didn't order it. It was okay. a purse. It was okay. this ugly purse that was <laughs> like a crossbody denim purse or something. Something you would never choose. I would not. Yes. Yes. And there's nothing inside that says who it's from or anything. Is there and cocaine inside? I think because it's open. <gasps> so check it for cocaine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like, I'm like, this is happening. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I, my sister comes over with her two daughters and I check, I'm like, I've checked this purse inside and out and it, the purse itself was wrapped in plastic. So I open it and I'm checking everything. I'm, my daughter's looking at it. We're looking at it together. And t- the next day my son tells me, mom, I opened that bag because I thought, whatever. I go, don't open a package that has my name on it. Oh, that's funny. And, but he had opened it, so I was like, okay, it's not a drug purse. But I keep calling it this drug purse, and my sister comes over the next day, drug and I go, purse. okay, I'm telling her the story. And then her daughter, I'm like, so I got this ugly purse, and her two little daughters is like, I like that purse. I'm like, you want to have a free purse? Here you go. Give her the purse. A month later, my mother calls oh, me no. and is like, this, this will tell you a lot. This story's going to tell you a lot. I can't wait. Okay, I've never in my life, 43 and a half years, have never received a package in the mail from my mom. Okay. Wow. Like a gift from okay. her. And she's like, you didn't you didn't even call me to tell me thank you for the purse. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What purse? And I'm all, oh, the drug purse. And I'm laughing. And I, I mean, I don't know the last time I even spoke to my mother at all, much less on the phone or anything. And so I'm like, um, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I tell her that story. And I'm like, yeah. and, I, and then my sister came and I gave it to her, whatever. She goes, you gave away the purse that I gave you? And she, I can hear her, like, on the computer, like, tap, 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 tap. Like, yep, it says right here that it has a gift thing in it that says, from mom to Stacy. <laughs> like, it wasn't in there. I trust you. Yes, trust me. Trust I did me. not know. I analyzed trust every me. inch of that. And she's like, well, you said Clark opened it. And I go, if something fell to the floor out of a bag, he it would still be there. Right. Because he would never have picked it up. It would still be on the floor. <laughs> I would have found it. Trust me. And so, anyway, she's, like, super peeved that I have not, like, thanked was her for, it for this your... purse. And she's mad at me. What was it for? She heard from my aunt that I was going to go to Denmark next year for our family reunion. Oh. And so, so she, she got me went... this purse. And she said, special because it walks. People can't, like, scan your credit card through it. It's a special purse. And I was like, thank you for your thoughtfulness the entire time. I'm like, thank you. But she's mad at me for not Aww. wanting for saying. I don't think I t- said it was ugly. She's never going to listen <laughs> to this podcast. It a drug, so. a drug purse. <laughs> oh anyway, gosh. she was super mad at me. Aww. And I've told like all my sisters and we've all been like, yep, that's like the story of our lives. And whenever we'd go to Mervyn's, she'd be like, do you like this shirt? And we'd be like, no. And she would be like, oh, she's like so emotionally distraught because we didn't like the, the thing shirt that, that she, she suggested likes. or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's fascinating. Anyway, so... I don't know why I felt like I had to tell that story and what that really had to do with compromise, but I really thought I did a good job in that communication with her because I just only said thank you and I never said, oh gosh, I have to go get that purse back or oh gosh, 
I have to pretend like I like it now. Yeah. I just said, thank you. This is the thought that counts. Yeah, Thanks that for sending that something to me. Nice. And I just held it together like that. Nice job, girl. Thank you. Nice job. See, we can we can do hard things <laughs> together. <laughs> Parent-child relationships are fascinating. Oh, they are fascinating. I was talking to my... Did you know now I have a workout partner like you do? You do? You have a Navon. Guess who I have? You have a Stacey? I have a Stacey! I just saw her the I other day. I she said you were buying cookies. Heck yes, girl. <laughs> I'm all... I bought two because I got to get one for today and one for tomorrow. Some special treat. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so, Stacey and I were talking about this very thing of this idea of like how... Do you cultivate relationships with your children so that they want to hang out with you when they're adults? How do you how do you separate the I'm your parent, and then well because that's what some parent some parents want to be their kids friends. kids friends mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. but I think what cultivates a and I don't know I don't know if this is true though, but I have seen that being their parent now earns a respect so that they'll be your friend later. Hmm. You have seen that. Oh, big time. Yeah. Nice. But I've also seen parents who are just totally their kid's friend right now. And they're still and friends they're later. Still friends. Yeah. I think a lot of those things are, there's so many variables that play know. a there's part some... in them that you can't really say one is totally true all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that, yeah. I don't know. If being totally permissive. And like in what ways are you permissive to? Right. There's like so many ways you could be permissive Correct. or not. Correct. And everybody is so different. And it's always fascinating to me to discover in which ways some people, like, this is what their thing is. That they will not budge upon. They will not compromise in this one. But in this one, they're like, whatever. This, that one doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's so fascinating yeah. to me. I love human behavior. Yes. I mean, apparently that's why we do We do. This. We do talk about this. That's why we do this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would be a fun um, via Condios to ask oh, you guys. Okay. It's like, what thing do you feel like I just can't compromise in close relationships? Ooh. Like, have you guys seen the episode of 30 Rock where she's like, writes a book called, it's a deal, that's a deal breaker, ladies. <laughs> like, everything's a deal breaker. <laughs> that's hilarious. If your guy wears like a name tag at work, that's a deal breaker. Like, and then everybody's mad at her by the end of the episode. Everybody hates her in the whole world, every man, because every, it's all a every deal single breaker. thing is a deal breaker. Like, why are you single? <laughs> it makes me think of Amy, our friend Amy, when she met her husband, current husband, who was there, like, happily married for 27 years or something. But when she met him, she he was wearing a denim shirt with, like, the Looney Tunes characters <laughs> coming out of the pocket. And she was like, that is a deal breaker. And now they've been married for 27 married. years. And she's like, listen, that was not a deal breaker. <laughs> I dress him now. He looks handsome all the time. It's okay. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah. Okay. So um, I like that. That, that would be super fun. It's like, right. what is the thing that you just really hold tightly to in your close relationships? Like, not. Like, what not. could some examples be, real quick? Just help mm-hmm. me out here. Like, like pants. Like, like, like the pants you allow your child to wear to school. <laughs> is that the thing, the cross you're going to die on, Stacey? That's the question. Vaginal folds? Oh, God. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't want to see. There's so many times I see people, and I guess I am judging them. But it's just like, I really just didn't want to see your boobs or I didn't want to see, like now that's all I'm looking at and I can't look away. I don't know. It's just, I have a totally opposite show me to all that, that stuff. I know. Yeah. I'm very modest though. I am yeah. like, personally, I'm usually very modest. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I don't like revealing. I don't like want to be seen in that way. Nor do I. Like not seen like, like, oh, she's got big boobies or something. I just don't want people to look at me like Right. Me I don't either. want to be, I don't, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. I don't want to be people, I don't want to catch anyone's attention because right. I'm of looking my, a certain way. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I agree with that. I totally do. Yeah. All right. So we're going to, what are your non-negotiables? Honesty. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Follow through. Commitment. I don't know. What else? Okay. I think communication. You tell us. I think it's my non-negotiable in a relationship because even if you're dishonest mm. with me, there's usually a reason behind it. Mm. Um, so I think for me, it's making the repair. Is like mm, recognizing being willing something to mm-hmm. work through something. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, because it's not necessarily the first thing that's the problem. To me, it's how you handle it. Right. And if you're able to, can you? But I think that goes to my love language too. Is the quality time? Because you'll take you the willing, time to engage. Are you in willing it? to stick with me until yes. we can figure this yes. out? Until we can get to a resolution. That's interesting because I recently, I'll tell a little short story okay. and then we can wrap it up. But um. I recently had a parenting issue with one of my children that I, I won't share, but I will share this, um, that I realized as I was trying to think of an appropriate consequence, that one of the consequences is, that's a natural consequence, is we're going to talk about this until I feel done talking about it. And it's uncomfortable for you to talk about, mm. but guess what? You don't get to decide because you are the one that that blew it. And so until I'm done talking, we will keep talking about this. And Mm. it's like teaching that exact same thing because when you are married or when you're in a relationship, that is true. When you cross someone's boundary or when you're, you have a commitment to them, you stick in it until everyone's comfortable. And guess Mm. what? I'm not comfortable yet. So you're going to have this conversation with me until I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that might be a day or two. It also might be a few months. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't get to decide because, Mm -hmm. and not only do you not get to decide, but you have to be respectful of that. Like you need to, even if it's uncomfortable for you, you can, you have to say, okay, mom, I'm, I'm, I can talk about this. We'll talk about this until we Mm. figure it out for that very reason. Cause I want to train my children to have those hard conversations. Yeah. Cause it's easy not to, it's, it's sometimes easy just to be like, okay, let's forget it's about it. It's one of like on. the most offensive things in the world to me. If people are just like, it's so dismissive to be like, well, whatever, agree to disagree. It's like, you're not worth my time at right. all. You're not worth anything to figure out how to care for you. You're not worth figuring that out. That to me, just like, I think I just had a big epiphany cause my whole body is reacting right now. Wow. I can feel it. Wow. How weird. My whole body's getting hot and sweaty. And I might start crying. Because oh, I'm thinking of a time that to occurred to me. And that was like yeah. the end of the end for me. Yeah. And and now I'm just figuring out why. Because I just said it out loud. Wow. Thanks, guys, for letting me talk it out. Thanks for sharing that moment with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when your body tells you, man, that that's important to listen. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll, I'll wrap this up. So you guys pay attention to what your non-negotiables are. We'd love to hear from you what they are. If you're willing to share them with us. And um, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, con Dios. Thank you.